This episode of Real Estate Real World is brought to you by Lion Desk CRM. Discover why so many people have already made the brilliant decision to switch to Lion Desk. With over 100 integrations and video, email, and texting, Lion Desk isn't just a CRM. It's everything you'll ever need in a great follow-up system. Learn why thousands of real estate professionals have already made the switch by visiting them today at liondesk.com. Use the code REALWORLD and get 50% off your first two months. No credit card is even needed to get started today. Welcome to Real Estate Real World where we talk to the movers, shakers, and leaders that are getting it done right now in the real estate industry and beyond. Your host is Marguerite Crispillo, and she started this podcast simply to talk to cool people about what's really happening in this crazy roller coaster ride of real estate. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and stay up to date on the newest stuff by adding yourself to the list at www.realestaterealworld.com. Now your host... Marguerite Crispillo. Hello, everybody. This is Marguerite Crispillo, and welcome to another edition of Real Estate Real World, where we get to talk to all the cool people, the real movers and shakers that are out there getting it done every day. Uh, today, I am in Northern California, and it is supposed to be 109 today, so uh, it is hot, hot, hot in my market. And where are you at, Nicole? Where are you located? Yeah, Northern California as well, and it is hot, literally and figuratively. (laughs) Exactly. So let me read Nicole's bio real quick, and then we're going to dive in. So Nicole Solari, right? That's me. Awesome. Was born and raised in Georgia, where she attended the University of Georgia and earned a BS in psychology. Uh Uh-oh. She moved to the Bay Area, where she spent almost a decade working with companies such as Google, Facebook, and in her last role with the Global Director of Talent Acquisitions for Cisco Systems. Very cool. Nicole currently runs the number one team, impressive, in Solano County in Napa and is building her fourth expansion team. Her team is currently ranked number 42 in the world amongst Remax teams. Nicole recently opened a property management company to complement the real estate sales business. She is a broker associate, GRI, CRS, SRS, CPRES, <laughs> and member of the Women's Council of Realtors. Me too. Nicole is married and has three young boys, two dogs, and in her spare time enjoys yoga, running, marathons, and wine. Well, I think we got the wine in common. I don't know about the rest. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nicole. We're thrilled to have you here today. Thank you. Awesome. Happy to be here. Yeah. So a couple things. Uh, tell You were born and raised in Georgia. How did you end up in uh, Northern California? Yeah, that's a long ways away. Um, my first job actually moved me out here. I had a couple of options when, um, when right out of college and, you know, some of them were upstate New York and I hate the snow and um, middle of America or California and I had never been to California. Oh, wow. And as you can tell, I've since lost my Southern accent. So <laughs> I'm a Californian now. How long have you been here then? Uh, since 2005. Oh, okay. Well, you lost it quick. Yeah. Yeah. It probably comes out when you're mad or upset or something like that. Tequila brings it out. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, tequila does some raw, bad things for me, so I don't drink a whole lot of tequila anymore. I did my time. Um, so from all these other things that you did, how did you end up in real estate? Yeah, it's uh, been a, a journey, actually. So um, my husband and I moved up to the Fairfield, Solano, Napa area uh, about four years ago from Silicon Valley. And I was doing the commute, uh, working at startups there, and it just became too brutal. And so having our third child, I said, you know what, I'm going to take some time off and maybe get into real estate. Um, I thought it was going to be kind of um, a, a second easy career. Uh, little did I know that I was going to rise to the top pretty quickly and then end up uh, starting the number one team in our market, number 42 in the world. So that's crazy to me because you've only been in real estate just a few years, like four years, right? Yeah, three actually. I just had my three-year anniversary in April. And so that's pretty dang quick to rise to such a high level. What do you think well, tell me, what was your first year in real estate like? Let's back up a moment. What was that first year? Because usually that first year is kind of crazy. The first year was crazy. It was insane. So um, I actually got my real estate license, my salesperson license in April, um, and I had a baby in April as oh. well. So I had a new license and a new baby wow. and uh, a lot of motivation. And so in the first full year, um, I hung my license with Remax in June. And from June to December, I did 38 transactions. Wow. And um, I attribute it to just hard work. You know, getting into the business, I asked all the people around me, all the other successful agents, you know, how do you how do you do so much business? And everybody said, well, my sphere of influence and by referral. And I was like, well, I have no sphere of influence up here and I don't have any past clients. So I hustled. I did four or five open houses a week and built my database. And uh, next thing I knew, I had 24 open escrows in October and said, I think I need to hire a transaction coordinator. This is a lot of paper. Holy cow. Holy cow. So you were doing four and five open houses a week? Yep. yep. You know, and what's interesting is that most agents complain about doing one or two a month. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it's hard work putting those signs out and sitting there for hours upon hours, especially with a, you know, a brand new baby at the time. It's a lot of hard work. But you know, what people don't realize is when you have that face-to-face -face interaction with with clients, like you're going to you're gonna convert them a lot easier than buying those online leads and dialing for dial dollars and calling on FISBOs. I mean, clearly it worked for me. So I love this because, you know, one of the things that I did when I started out brand new as well is I did open, I say I did open houses till the cows came home. I mean, I was constantly doing open houses because... I think so many agents, they're kind of looking for the easy way out. And they think, well, I'll just go buy the leads, right? And the conversion rate on those types of leads is so low. I mean, it's dramatically low. And I know from my 23 years of experience that if you at least get in front of somebody, you got a 70% chance of converting them. So open houses are number one free for the most part, right? And yeah. you can pop up a sign anytime. You don't even really technically have to do advertising for them or promotion or anything. I mean, that helps. But you don't have to do a lot of that. I mean, is that a lot of what you do? You did? I mean, you're saying you did four or five a week, so you must have been doing them midweek as well. What were you doing? Yes. 
Yeah, so I did what I called Wacky Wednesdays. Um, so school here gets out at noon on Wednesdays, and so I would always do one. I'd pop, you know, I'd find a listing that was nearby school. I'd pop my signs out in front of the school, and we would get tremendous traffic. Um, I'd also do, like, twilight open houses, so people catch people coming home from work in the evening, serve a little champagne on a Friday night, you know, come literally on my open house sign. I'd say, come by for your complimentary glass of champagne, TGIF. Um, and then the traditional week weekend open houses. And like you said, you know, you can pop up a sign anywhere. I would be coming home from a couple showings and say, Hey, I've got a couple hours. There's a vacant house. Let me call the agent and say, Hey, can I, can I hold this listing open? And I had open house signs in the back of my car and just pop them out. And who knew you could pick up four or five buyers just doing that in a couple hours. That's insane. So where did you get that idea actually to do so many open houses during the week? Cause like I said, I, I mean, I do a lot of training with new agents, and so many of them are just, like I said, they only want to do one or two here and there. And so you started saying, oh, well, I can't just do them on Saturday, right, or Sunday. So you said, what the heck, let's do them during the week. Did you meet somebody else who was doing that? or? No, I had this um, open house one weekend, and uh, a buyer came through, and I said, are you guys going to other open houses? And they said yes, and they said, we're actually going to open houses because we're thinking about listing our home, and we want to see how people react to us when we come in, and we're actually interviewing agents, and I'm telling you this because we really like you, and we're thinking about listing wow. our house. And I thought to myself, what if this potential seller came in on a Tuesday instead of a Saturday, and I was the only person doing an open house on a Tuesday? The same thing goes for buyers. You know, when buyers are out there looking, they're interviewing agents, and if they're having six or seven stops, they interview six or seven agents versus they just come into my open house on a Tuesday, and I'm I'm the only one they interview. That's so, incredible. I mean, honestly, that's incredible. Um, so, I love kind of your little themes you put around them: the Wacky Wednesday and the <laughs> and the and the Twilight uh, ones. So, what came next for you? You said you got you had. 36 or 38 transactions in your first six months and how did you decide what where you wanted to go did you always have a, like a vision for what you wanted in real estate or did it you kind of fly by the seat of your pants there in the beginning yeah I always I always had a vision that I wanted to do more to to help people in this business it's such a stuffy business and I think that you can have so much fun and I, I came from the startup world in Silicon Valley so I knew that I wanted to do something like that and the vision was always to have a team because I, I love leading I love teaching um, actually before I got into real estate it was a coin toss between do I go back and get my teaching credentials and become a teacher or do I go into real estate super super opposite but I knew that if I got into real estate I could I could do what I love and help teach people and that's what I do now I lead the team and so after my first year um, I wanted to be able to to know real estate to be able to, to teach it so after my first year did uh, 38 transactions and then decided to start by uh, getting buyers agents and teaching them the same concepts and I take agents who sell about three or four million a year and teach them to do the open houses and to work the 40-hour work week. You know, my agents don't work crazy hours, um, but they go from being a three or four million dollar agent to being a 15 million dollar agent. That's fantastic. So tell us the structure of your team a little bit. How's your team laid out? So I know a lot of um, teams are traditional buyer's agents, seller's agents. I let my agents do whatever they want. Go do real estate because I think that when you have a good mix and you represent buyers and sellers, you really know the market and you can represent buyers better when you understand the listing side and vice versa. 
Um, so we are structured where we have currently 18 full-time agents, um, three full-time agents and another Napa market. And then we just uh, expanded into the Sacramento market as well. And so we're set up where the agents sell real estate. They don't get bogged down by the paperwork. We have transaction coordinators that do that. They don't get bogged down by the um, by lead gen. We provide lead generation to them. They literally are out there in the market showing homes and getting escrows. So you said you have 18 on your team right now? Mm-hmm. And then how does your staff work? How many staff people do you have? So we have an assistant and then a transaction coordinator. So we run pretty lean from that standpoint. We just have people who are really, really, really good, and we have a lot of efficient um, things in place to make everything super seamless. So everything has a checklist. Everything has you know step-by-step process, and our transaction coordinator is awesome. She handles you know anywhere between 60 and 80 files at a time. So what are you doing primarily for lead generation for your team? So we uh, do online leads, we purchase online leads, and I'm huge on still doing the open houses. Um, the, the, each agent is required to do at least one open house um, for their leads to continue to come in the following week. And so we're doing huge conversion rates on open houses, and then we actually have an, a fantastic online uh, conversion rate of 27% with our online leads. That is fantastic. Yeah, so we, we put them in drip, and then we also have great scripts that we teach our agents. That's fantastic. So how, tell me about your first hire. How did it go with your very first agent you hired? Um, great. He's actually, he's still with us. Um, he runs our BPO and REO department now. So um, I had a couple of, of hires in the beginning. Um, my very, very first hire worked out really well, but I have to admit, I, I learned as um, I was growing so quickly to not hire for aptitude, but to hire for the personality and making sure that they fit in on the team because we can always go back and teach them real estate. We can always go back and teach them sales. Right. Um, you want someone that's going to work ethically, that's going to work hard, and that's going to fit in on the team. So we use the DISC profile now, um, and we make sure that they're a team fit, not necessarily a producing agent because we can teach that. So who's your ideal agent on the DISC profile? <laughs> I really personally, um, you know, if you ask other, you know, all the um, like the core friends and the coaching companies, they say to go for the D's. I like the ICs. That's fine. Um, so do I. <laughs> yeah, I love my ICs. I, in fact, I would say seventy percent of my team is ICs. My listing, um, my listing agent who works specifically on my listings, he's a D. But I find the ICs are really, really good fit. Yeah, I've found the same thing, especially because they, if you have the support team, they're fantastic. And what mm -hmm. I find about most of the D's is that they want to go be you, so they want to go and, you know, do their own thing, which is fine. I mean, that's who we are, you know, I, I'm a high D myself. So, you know, Triple D. <laughs> yeah, like 99, you know. <laughs> um, but, and, and so what I find is really all the agents that are on my team right now are all they're all eye, high eyes. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, because they're the ones who are more um, touchy-feely kind of. They're more, they're, they're more intuitive. They're more sensitive. And I think they, in a lot of ways, are more in tune with clients. Don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They can empathize with the client. They want to they wanna get the deal done. They're open to feedback. Yeah, clients love, love, love them. Yeah, they, I think that they're a huge fit. And so, 
it looks like you're on the track for world domination is kind of what it looks like so what are your plans like what are what are you doing what is your plan over the next year so we want to continue to, to grow this market continue to grow the Napa and Solano market um, and really you say world domination um, that's part of it but what we want to do as a whole is elevate the consumer experience, um, make it fun to buy real estate, leave the consumer with a really, really, really positive experience to look back on when purchasing their home, uh, make it as stress-free as possible and embrace technology and make technology work for us. And so overall, it's all about having fun and doing everything that's, that's good and best for the consumer. We bought so many houses over the past five years relocating around the Bay Area and it was always such a horrible experience. We didn't like our loan officer, we didn't like our real estate agent and I just thought to myself, this is such an exciting time in our lives, why why do we have to look back and think about how miserable it was? It should have been a fun journey. Exactly, exactly. What would you say over the last three years or so has been your biggest challenge? Um, gosh, there's been so many, we've grown so fast. Um, you know. I think that when you grow super fast, you have to remember to to communicate your vision so that everybody's working on the same page and not leaving anybody in the dark. Because when you have a team of 18 agents and they don't know where the team is going or what the long-term vision and the long-term plan is, you know they they start to wonder why am I here? And so making them feel like they're part of part of the team and making them feel like they all have a a piece of the business that they own. So in what way do they own a piece of the business? By the production that they're doing? Yeah, the production that they're doing and everybody, you know, we have specialists too. So some people are become very interested in doing, like I told you, our first hire, REOs and BPOs. So we have a, you know, a distressed property specialist and he loves that. He absolutely loves, I hate it. <laughs> he loves. Yeah, I did REO for quite a few years it was a it was a rough run <laughs> Love BPOs. and so the ability to say okay hey Kevin you are good at real estate but you're really great at um, REOs you're really great with asset managers let's start a uh, distressed property division within our corporation and you lead that you become a leader in that or we have another guy who was became very very interested in probates and so now we have a probate department and so when people find their niche or they find something that they love, the ability to create that and let them run with it and let them own it. So how do, you, how do you stay connected to your team? How do you guys communicate? Like, do you have a weekly team meeting? Do you, how does that work? Yeah, we actually have a couple. So on Thursdays we do group prospecting. We call it power hour, even though it's power two hours. And we all get together and we all call our database. And it's such an amazing energy in the office. And then we have our weekly meetings, one hour. And then we have lunch catered in after that. Um, everybody kind of hangs out. We have a kegerator, so everybody has beer and, uh, beer and burgers. Um, also, we, I personally do bi-weekly one-on-ones with every agent that I have. And we meet for at least 15 minutes to go over their goals, you know, strategic planning on how they're going to get to the next level, any problems that they're having, and... Um, anything that they want to talk about really, what's going on in their personal life, I'm here for them. So with such a strong technology background that you had, how does technology play a part on your team? Huge, it's super huge. You know, we try to be paperless, so um, we don't have paper files. We 
our online lead system is super awesome. We use Commissions Inc. and it's got an amazing app. We capture leads through our open house app. Everybody has an iPad. Um, you know, we embrace technology to make it work for us because once you start using technology, your clients can have a more efficient process. We actually give our clients everything online as well. Um, people, it's so amazing to me how many people have never used DocuSign. When I tell them, hey, we're paperless, we use DocuSign, they get a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, interesting that, you know, and it's definitely kind of a generational thing, but what I'm finding is, I first of all, I thought that uh, some older people would struggle with it, and I find that they're not. You know, it's like, okay, I mean, so many of them have iPhones now and, you know, everything else. So, um, we really, we, I get it. You know, there's totally that difference in, in how people feel about it. But I think once they fe learn it the first time, then it's, it's nothing. I remember the first time I used DocuSign, I was like, what is this? <laughs> so, it's amazing. Exactly. So with your team uh, and, and being a mom, you know, you have three young, how old are your boys now? Um, two nine-year-olds and then a three-year-old. So you had twins even? Yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> how, how do you manage all of that? Like, I think that's what a lot of uh, moms struggle with, is how do you balance that time with your kids and with work? Yeah. So it's all about setting expectations and um, time blocking and time management. So I set expectations with my clients up front. Um, you know, I don't do a lot of real estate. I'm more team leading now. but when I did, you know, when I had 40 escrows at a time and I had 40 people calling me, I would say, hey, I'm available at this time and if you can't get me, here's my assistant's phone number if it's an emergency. Otherwise, you know, I'll call you back between these hours and they're not, you know, it's not nine to five, it's like seven to eight. Right. Um, and if you set those expectations and your clients will respect you. And I have, you know, some things that are non-negotiable. I sit down and we have family dinners four nights a week. I take Sundays off, you know, not saying that I turn my phone off completely, but on Sundays it's family day and I take that time. And I had to get to that point though. When I first started out, I was grinding. I was working 16, 17 hours a day, seven days a week, but I got to the point where I became more efficient and you have to, you have to get there. You have to earn it, right? You have to earn that 40 hour work week. I, you know what, I love that, that you have to earn the 40-hour week. I think that's fantastic because, again, I just remember the same thing is putting in so many hours. And there's times when you put in more hours than when you don't. But when I sat down and talked to my boys one day, I was like, you know, what was it like growing up with, you know, a mom, crazy mom in real estate? And they said, well, first of all, we don't know any different. You know, like <laughs> that's what they grew up with. But they also said that, you know, I was there for most, you know, just about everything I could possibly be at, you know, their schools. I was able to work my work schedule around my kids' schedule. So I was able to really build a business around my life, right, instead of building yeah. that life around my business. That's really the struggle. Yeah, we're very lucky that we can do that. You know, maybe we stay up to 10 or 11 o'clock at night catching up on emails or responding to clients, but you get to be there from, you know, classroom mom from 10 to 2. It's exactly, awesome. exactly. So what would you say is your favorite aspect of real estate? Um, I would say all the surprises. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't call things problems. I call them surprises. So anytime we have a problem, it's not a problem; it's a surprise. Right. We just have to figure out how to how to fix it. It's um, I love solving solving problems. So 
when things come up, figuring out creative solutions to make things work. You know, my favorite quote, uh, and I think I came up with it, but I probably didn't, <laughs> is you get paid in direct proportion to your ability to figure stuff out. Absolutely. So if you become somebody who can figure out more problems than other people, uh, you get paid in direct proportion to that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of surprises in real estate. A lot of <laughs> your house. Exactly. Do you think any of your kids will end up in real estate? I hope not. <laughs> no, I, I think that they would do very well. Um, it could be a family business. You know, it's grown so big um, in the past few years. I could absolutely see it being a family business. Is your husband a part of your business? He is. He supports me. He has, you know, he has a full-time job. He works still in Silicon Valley in um, a tech company, but he has been instrumental in helping with the success of the company. Yeah, you have to have a strong support uh, system at home for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, do you have anything else that you'd like to chat about today or tell us about? No, that's it. Super fun talking to you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I know this was a quick one today, but you, you got a lot of content in a very short period of time. That's because I'm a, a high D. Uh, yeah, we're both high Ds. We're like, get to the point. <laughs> what does your shirt say? Do you want to buy a house? Oh, I love it. There you go. <laughs> do you wear that a lot? I do. I have one to buy a house, one to sell a house. I've got the cap. My dog has the shirt that has it on his back. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Nicole. It's been a true pleasure talking to you, and you're not that far, so we're going to have to do lunch or something one of these days. And Absolutely. Maybe I'll come down for a team meeting so I can have a beer and a burger. Beer and a burger, and then we can go over to Napa. I'm in. I'm in for sure. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us today on Real Estate Real World, where we get to talk to all the amazing people. Be sure to check us out on iTunes and give us a review. I hope you enjoy the show. And let us know if you'd like to hear future guests and great ideas. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. Make it a great day. Thank you for joining us today on Real Estate Real World where we talk with masters and leaders in real estate and beyond on how we can raise the bar in our industry. Please subscribe over on iTunes. And while you're there, be sure to give us a review. Your reviews encourage us and help others find our podcast. For show notes and hot topics on what's going on right now in our real estate industry, hop on over to www.realestaterealworld.com and add your name to our email. Thanks again for listening and go out there, be a part of the elite masterclass in raising the bar on the real estate industry.